Sometimes we can be too impatient for our own good. And one of the best things that we can do when it comes to life is just let things happen when they're supposed to happen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations. Thank you kindly for being here. And just know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I pray and hope that you get something out of this podcast. If you're coming back for another episode, What's up, cuz? What's up? What's good? What's going on? What go on? <laughs> What's up? Glad that you're coming back. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're ready for the weekend. I hope you are feeling paid. I hope you are feeling laid. And I hope you are feeling more than anything peaceful and free. That's what it's all about for me and hopefully for you too. Thanks for being here, cousin. In today's episode, in the first segment, we will talk about when will I arrive? In the second segment, we're going to talk about flex your no and getting it right. So we're going to talk about both of those things for a, a, a brief minute. And then in the third segment, we're going to talk about who am I and where am I going? My intention for this episode is to maybe hopefully spark a few questions and kind of get you in a place where you can be more patient with yourself and the answers that you require out of life. Understand that a lot of the goals and a lot of the things that you're doing, a lot of the goals that you're setting, you're setting because those things are going to teach you something about yourself. And as you continue to explore and discover about yourself, you'll find a lot of the answers that you've been looking for have been there all along. But we'll get into that. So let's jump into this episode in three, two, and one. Let go. Dr. P.S. Jagadish Kumar said, I am responsible for what I said. I am not responsible for what you have not understood. I love this quote because it speaks to the theme of the episode, I feel, in a way of, one, being understood. I feel like a lot of us feel like we can arrive, we will arrive when people are able to understand us and understand where we're coming from. And 
you know, that's sort of sad. You know, I went through that for a long time, but I had to realize that one of the greatest assets to me being myself is that I'm the only me there is. I'm the only me that thinks and feels the way that I do. You know, there are similarities to others out there, but no one is the exact, you know, copy that I am. I'm the exact version that I am. And that goes for any human being. I feel like when we can recognize that, you know, we there is no particular moment in life where we've arrived, we can allow ourselves to alleviate some pressure. You know, think of the alphabet. You know, there's 26 letters, and I feel like we're all born with a letter apiece. And with us all having a different letter, you know, we can probably communicate with each other, but we can't exactly, I can't, let's say I'm, I'm an uh, E and you're an A. You know, I can't exactly understand what it's like to be an A because I'm an E. You know, you create a different sound. Your, your letter has a different sound. It changes words. The way it sounded out, the way it affects communication and language is different than the way my letter does. But we're all supposed to work together, you know? And I feel like when it comes to that thing of worrying about when am I going to arrive, I think you need to really practice not putting so much pressure on that. You know, I had to learn that like freedom, your arrival, your arrival in life comes whenever you want it to. You can arrive right now, determine that you want to be a better you, a healthier you, a healed you, a stronger you. And you know, the moment you make that decision, you've arrived. The moment you've made a decision that puts you in, in a better position, a moment that you make a decision that makes you a healthier person or whatever the situation is, you've arrived. I feel like arriving are the moments we have or the moments that we make when we really do what's best for us or when we really walk more walking in our purpose or walking in our path and doing what we're supposed to be doing. Arriving isn't when you become a millionaire finally after 20, 30 years. Arriving isn't when you get that Grammy or, you know, you get that call to be in this magazine. Arriving to me is knowing in the first place, this is what I want to do with my life. This is my passion. I found a way to monetize this in feeding myself and my family doing this beautiful, lovely, illustrious work. That's arriving. You know, I feel like arriving is not knowing your purpose, but going getting about the business of figuring out what it is. That's arriving. Arriving are the decisions and the moments that we make and that we can join together that allows us to live our most authentic you know, that allows us to walk our path and be exactly who we were made to be. I feel like those moments add up or sum up into us arriving somewhere. It is not the way society would like to characterize arriving. So figure out what arriving looks like and feels like for you. Maybe you're someone that feels like I've been making clothes for 30, 40 years or whatever and the world hasn't taken me seriously yet. No one's called me. I haven't had any opportunities. And because of that, you feel like you haven't arrived because the world hasn't recognized you. Understand that God has recognized you. God has put you in the position that you're in. And if it hasn't happened yet, maybe he's keeping you hidden for something. But there is a purpose. There is a moment to come. And you always want to be ready when that moment shows up. But don't put yourself down. Don't beat yourself up about arriving or other people projecting their ideas and their opinions about what it means to arrive when you don't have to subscribe to none of that. All you have to do is stick with yourself. 
All you have to do is learn to define what it means to arrive for yourself. And once you do that, follow your own lead and live true to your own word. I think that's the best you can do. And that's the best that you can ask for. Think about it. Germany Ken said, the power of your journey is hugely related to connection and alignment, which are not to be taken lightly. I love this quote because I feel like, again, it's another quote that's very accurate and very true to life and reality and how it works. You know, the power of your journey is hugely related to connection and alignment. To me, that means that the power of your journey, the power of your path, the power of your purpose is heavily relying on who you're around, who you give your energy to, you know, and alignment, the decisions that you make, situations, the life experiences that you have, you know, learning from your life experiences, using them properly, integrating them into your being and becoming the best you you can be. You know, it's really ultimately taking the time to understand yourself and to put the pieces together. You know, so I mean, we live in this day and age where everything is about instant gratification. I want it now, I need it now, it needs to happen now. If it hasn't happened now, it never will. And I was one of those people, and I still slip up and do that sometimes. If it happened, if it haven't happened already, it's never gonna happen. You know, hope is temporary. Hope is just, you know, hope can only last a few minutes Then we're moving on, next show, you know, next thing. And in life, we need to be more patient. You know, I feel like when it comes to really allowing time to decide what's best for you, you have to align yourself to meet life where you want to be. I said that very confusingly. So I feel like when it comes to, let's say, you're someone that wants to become more confident, someone that wants to raise your self-esteem, in order for you to successfully raise your self-esteem, you have to align yourself in life in such a way where you can do the work, take the appropriate actions, and align yourself with increasing self-esteem as you go forward. You know, for you, increasing your self-esteem might look like saying no a lot more often and paying attention to where, you know, the sore spots and the frustrations in your life come from and slowly and gradually removing that frustration and removing those headaches and removing the things that take and steal from you as opposed to feeding and replenishing you. So many of us feel like we will arrive in life a lot quicker if we learn how to get things right on the first time so we can just sail through life and flow through life without mistakes. But the reality is, if you get yourself on this high horse of thinking you're going to make it through life without making mistakes and trying to be this perfectionist, one, you're going to set yourself up for extreme failure, but two, you're going to devalue all the life lessons and experiences that are going to come into your life to show you and teach you powerful things because you're seeing them as inconveniences. You're not seeing them as things that can transform you, things that can grow you, things that can project the real you to the surface. You know, we have to get to that point where we just 
allow life to decide what's best for us. So many times we just want to be in a rush to be married. We want to be in a rush to be rich. We want to be in a rush to this. And I've learned that God's timing is the best. The best, the only thing you can really do is ask for what you want. And after you've asked for what you want, you have to keep your head up and you have to be prepared for whatever may come your way. Because like Steve Harvey said, you can ask God for what you want, but you can't tell him how to bless you with it. You know, you can ask him for something and he can plan out six months of a journey that might look like a mixture of heaven and hell and in between. And it might not always be fun, but when you come out of it, you're going to see exactly why he constructed that situation for you and how you needed to go through that situation and have those experiences to make you ready, to make you appreciative and grateful and so you, to appreciate that thing you asked for. You know what I mean? Like, when I think about my life, I spent so much time, you know, years ago complaining about not making enough money, not doing enough this, and just really having a bad attitude. And I had to get to the point where I understood my attitude is the issue here. I have a few issues, but my attitude is the greatest issue. And it took me being out of work for almost four years, you know what I mean, with nothing going on to understand the importance of my attitude and how my attitude had infected me. It had, it had infected my life and it took me off the road. It made me crash full speed and I had to pull myself together. I had to start taking a responsibility. I had to start being accountable. I had to start doing different things differently. I had to develop spiritual practices, but you know, that was a moment for me when I where I felt like I arrived, when I felt like my attitude was my issue. One, because I took responsibility and I didn't blame anyone for my life not being what I wanted to be. But two, because I realized that my attitude was the center of my pain. You gotta give yourself that time to figure it out. Lorraine Nylon said, we have been programmed to fear what we don't understand. And we don't understand the truth of ourselves. If you haven't had a chance to see this yet, but hopefully, hopefully you will, but understand that every person, every situation, every heartbreak, every heartache, every uplift, every smile, every frown, every tear, everything, Everything you experience on a day-to-day -day basis, all day, every day, from the moment you wake up to the moment you close your eyes, is there to teach you about you. Your reality is a reflection of how you feel and what you think on the inside. The people in your life are a reflection of how you feel and what you think on the inside. The situations that you experience, the circumstances, are a reflection of what you feel and what you think on the inside. If there's a secret to life out there that's, that you need to understand, understand that. Understand that people mirror who you really are. You know what I mean? If you have a bunch of shitty people in your life and they treat you like crap and they this and that, understand they are mirroring who you are. Maybe you're not a particular, maybe you're not a shitty person like that, but maybe you feel like you've done some things. Maybe you feel like you've done some things and you deserve to be punished for doing the things that you did. And if that's the case, you're gonna meet all the punishers. Everyone's gonna be around to punish you. And then when you're done, you're gonna to wanna to go around and talk about how, 
you know, the person you are is this and how the world is awful and the world is this. You have to get in front of that. Understand that who you are doesn't have to be defined today. It doesn't have to be defined right now. I feel like, you know, my life has been more about showing me who I am not. My life has been very, very clear about showing me who I am not. When I see a certain energy or spirit or whatever like that show up in a way that just doesn't feel like me, I get to recognize that's not how I roll. That's not how I do. I don't move like that. I don't talk like that. I'm not going to talk to people like that. I'm not going to work jobs like that. I'm not going to settle for that. That's not going to be my life. I, won't, I wouldn't make that choice, whatever. Understand that sometimes you have to go through a lot of what you don't want. You got to go through a lot of who you're not to get to the truth of who you are. You know, sometimes you got to learn how to prioritize wanting to know who you are and where you come from. Oprah made that so important to me that we got to get in that space of prioritizing who we are and where we come from and learning how to employ that, learning how to use that and integrate that in our day-to-day -day lives. So many of us spend too much time trying to be literal. So many of us get, you know, be here and we get to talking about as far as who we are. I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm black, I'm white, I'm Asian, I'm Latino or whatever. And the thing is, on the soul level, you're none of that. You're really just energy. You're just spirit, you're energy, you're soul. And we get so caught up in that. And that's the kind of stuff that divides us. That's the kind of stuff that makes us think that we're better than each other. You know, it's the kind of stuff that really create the God complexes and just all the discrimination, all the animosity, all the hurt, harm and anger and just all the extra crap. All the extra crap. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very grateful that my life has allowed me to become the kind of person to not get caught up in things like that too much. Like, I can't ignore a lot of the racism and a lot of the things that happen in the world, and it's hurtful. And you know what I mean? It's terrible, actually. I definitely don't want to sound like I'm downplaying it, but it's terrible. But I do know that as people, I don't feel like it's my job to get down here on Earth and to get caught up in all of these racial battles and racial stuff about skin. We're down here fighting about skin. About fucking skin. Like, do you get that? Like, <laughs> there are races of people around in the world that kill and harm other people on the basis of skin. There are people who live and have lived that believe they are more royal or they are more powerful on the basis of skin. It just really don't get any more simple than that. It really just don't get any more sad than that. So unfortunate. You know what I mean? When you're figuring out who you are, you know, when you're asking yourself, who am I? Think in terms of the effect that you want to have on the world. If you want to define your identity and define who you are by, you know, by something, define who you are by the impact you want to have on the world. Define your identity by the legacy you want to leave on the world. Define who you are when you ask yourself who you are. How do you want people to remember you? How do you want to contribute to this planet once you're gone? Those are great pieces when it comes to starting with, who am I?
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment of this episode. Here in this segment, we challenge you to get real. We want to have a heart-to-heart. We want to have a real conversation. We really mean business. In this segment, we want you to become students of your life. We want you to become teachers of your life. We want you to become masters of your life. And you do that by paying attention. You do that by taking notes. You do that by by applying and integrating what you learn into your daily life. You do that by learning from your mistakes. You do that by defining life for yourself as opposed to subscribing to how other people define life or see life. Learn to see life yourself. Learn to love you for yourself. Learn to appreciate and be accountable for your activities and the consequences of your actions. Let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that there is no particular moment when you will arrive. Understand that arriving is for you to determine. You know, whether you're waking up and experiencing a new day, you've arrived. Whether you come to a conclusion or you come to have clarity or realization about something that you didn't understand for a while, you've arrived. When something new or different happens that changes or shifts the way you experience life, you've arrived, especially in a positive way, you've arrived. When you set a goal and you meet it or exceed it, you've arrived. When you've experienced love that makes you feel like your authentic self, that makes you feel like the person you were born to be, you've arrived. When you are able to show up in your relationships and respect yourself and not dishonor yourself and still be loved for who you are, you've arrived. You know, like it can really go a number of different ways, but learn how to define it for yourself. Learn how to figure out what that means for you because you're the only one that can define that. Embrace the fact that people will try to project what arriving should look like on you, but understand that like success, only you get to define that for you. Maybe for you, arriving is getting up and doing your morning routine every day. I and mean, when that lets you know you're, you've arrived, that lets you know you're alive. You know, I would, uh, I'd like to, you know, link arrived with alive. Things that make me feel alive are the same things that make me feel like I've arrived. I used to have those moments where it's like, when am I going to get to this certain place in life or get to this certain circumstance where, again, I can arrive or AKA I can feel free. And the thing I had to learn is my freedom has always been with me. It's never forsaken me. It's never been without me. Maybe I rejected it. Maybe I turned down the volume. Maybe I... I you know, refused it or whatever like that, but it's ultimately my choice and has been here the whole time. You've been arrived the whole time. Maybe you discover in this podcast, you've arrived. You realize you're the person you want to be, the person you need to be to take the next step to do the things you want to do. You've arrived. Maybe you determined that you're at a place in your life where you want to love you for you and understand, respect, and heal you. You've arrived. Maybe you've gotten into a place where you understand you don't have to settle for scraps and pieces. You know, you can actually go after what you want. You can ask for what you want. You can be deserving. You can be worthy. You can be enough. You have been the whole time. You've arrived. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that when it comes to living life, don't put so much pressure on what you get right and what you get wrong. 
Understand that you are aiming to get things right and get things wrong. Understand that when you get things wrong, you get to become more aware of your habits, more aware of your thoughts, more aware of your patterns, and you get to become more proactive in changing and upgrading your situation. You get to actually be aware of what you're doing so you're not riding the train of luck. So many of us build careers and build lives that are seemingly perfect. We've never really made no mistakes or had any big falls or failures. And we get older and older and we become scared, so scared of losing everything because we haven't had enough failures in our life to make us feel comfortable and confident that if we lost everything, we could get it again. We can get it again. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to get everything right. Do your best and know that that's enough. Know that life is always happening perfectly, exactly the way it's supposed to, exactly the way it needs to. Don't force anything. Don't wish that things were different. Like Jim Rohn says, wish that you were better. Moving on. The next letter is A, accept. Accept that you don't have to define who you are. You accept that you don't have to allow other people, other people to define who you are. So many people just feel so comfortable when there's labels circulating, but you don't have to define who you are. One thing I've learned about myself is that when I put labels on who I am, I limit myself to those labels and it makes it harder for me to move around and be fluid and be a student and learn and absorb and understand things more deeply because I'm rooted in all these labels. I'm rooted in all these names. I'm rooted in all these descriptions and I'm rooted in all of this stuff, all this baggage. Keep it lean and keep it clean. Don't worry about who you are. Just know who you're not. Okay? I think that's more important to me personally. Know who you are not. Know when you are being inauthentic. Know when you are betraying yourself. Know when you are lying to yourself. Know what being treated well feels like. Know when you are being treated well. Know those kind of things. Those are the kind of things I feel personally are more important. You will decide them for yourself. You have to. But just in giving some examples of how I view the situation, don't worry about who you are. Don't worry about how people define you. Don't worry about what people call you. Understand that when it comes to life, you might deal with racism, you might deal with homophobia, you might deal with sexism, you might deal with ageism, you might deal with colorism, you might deal with all types of situations, but understand, no, no, no matter what people say or do to you, none of that will hold a candle to them living with themselves. So as for who you are, Allow that to be, remain a mystery. The more you allow it to remain a mystery, the more you tend to discover, the more outgoing you tend to be, the more open you stay, staying open to new ideas, new experiences, and new situations. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and or rating and let us know how the episodes are going. In the next episode, we're going to talk about forsaking the familiar. So you don't want to miss that. More than anything, I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. It really means the world to me to see y'all continuing to show up and support this podcast is almost at 4,000 plays, and that is freaking huge, especially seeing that I just started in September. 
it will make a year in September on the 3rd of this podcast being born and this podcast going on. And I'm just really grateful for all the support. I'm grateful for all the love, all the sharing on social media, all the donations, all the help, you know, all the stuff that's been contributed to make one of my dreams a reality. It means the world to me. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Peace.